Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory be to our good God. Oh, hallelujah. There'll never be another meeting exactly like this one. There'll never be another service exactly like this service. This group of people, this place, this time. I'm, I'm just sure that past this life, we'll talk about things that God did in meetings like this. Does God do things in meetings like this? What He does is forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. As I was uh, praying, prayers get previews. <laughs> I said prayers get previews. And um, one of, now listen carefully. Don't don't get this wrong now. Um, something that I saw in my heart. God is doing miracles. No, you didn't hear me. In this service, today, God is doing miracles. We're going to pray a prayer. We're going to release faith. And I'm going to minister. I'm going to, I'm going to teach and minister, but don't change gears from your heart to your head. And... Uh, uh, you'll, you'll see as, as we minister what, what this is about. But don't pray for yourself right now. God turned Job's captivity when he prayed for his friends. You remember that? Faith works by love. And it can be easier to believe for something if the pain is not in your body. You're not personally dealing with the symptom and so I want you to release faith for the person. You don't, you don't have to know any details in front of you, behind you, beside you. We're just going to ask the Lord. Now, don't, don't, you know, don't touch anybody. Don't do anything. You're going to pray. And we're going to ask the Lord to work miracles in our midst. And then you're going to believe for manifestations to happen for other people in this crowd, and watching online. Say it out loud. Father God, we believe in you. You are the great God, the almighty God, with whom nothing is too difficult, nothing is impossible to you. We pray for our brothers and our sisters in this place joining us online and we ask you work miracles in their lives we ask you for manifestations of your spirit manifestations of miracle working power for them exactly where they need it in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah now 
The key is expecting. Are you expecting now some things to happen for people in front of you, behind you, all the way in the back, all the way on the side? Expect throughout the service and past the service. Now, <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the big indicators of faith is excitement. <laughs> excitement. Excitement about what? Miracles. In our midst, we ask the Lord. <laughs> in, in situations like this, God does, he, he does signs. Now, signs can happen even for people who are not believing. We, I, I prayed a very similar prayer to this in a service many years ago. And I found this out two or three days later. There was a couple there who had driven there, and, and I didn't know, know of them, you know, till days later, but the woman had been a partner of Brother Hagin's for many years, but her husband wasn't saved, didn't go to church. And she'd been trying to get him to take her to Brother Hagin's ministry and to some service there for years, and he wouldn't do it. And finally, the Lord gave her wisdom, said, now, you know, there's several good lakes in the area, and there's good fishing in these lakes. And you could come and go fishing. He said, okay, yeah, and I could do that. So he brought her. And then once they got there, she said, well, come to me. Come with me to at least one service. He said, no, 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 I'm just fishing. She said, at least one. And in his own words later, she nagged me until I said, okay, all right, all right, one. I'm going to one, and then I'm going fishing. Well, they were there in this healing service with me. And we prayed this prayer just like we got through praying. Well, great things happened. There were, there were miracles. There were testimonies. But he was bored. And he was aggravated. And he thought I just went entirely too long. And he grabbed when they got out. They went to the car. And he's, he's telling her, don't ever ask me to come back. I thought that preacher would never shut up. Never, <laughs> never going back. And so he's in the car getting ready to go. And he reaches back. And he had a lump. Almost as big, half as big as his fist that had grown on the back of his neck. And he went back there to rub it and he said, huh, huh. He said, uh, he said, put your, put your hand back there. She did. She said, oh, glory to God. Glory to God. He said, oh, oh. He got the rear view mirror and he cocked it around and it, it was gone. back the next day <laughs> and we led him to the Lord glory to God oh somebody say hallelujah well it wasn't his faith it wasn't his faith that's a sign God still does signs if somebody will just ask him to if somebody will believe, somebody say, I'm expecting, I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting. Now things are already happening, they're already happening. But uh, if 
I shouldn't say if. When something happens in, in a body and you can tell your body changed or the Lord told you to do something. I was in another meeting and uh, um, it, was, it was the morning session of healing school at Brother Hagin's ministry. And there were only, I don't know, 25 people in there maybe. And I'm just walking up down now teaching old faith. No loud organ music. No, I wasn't even waving my arms. I, I was preaching on uh, uh, Mark 11:24, if you can imagine it. That you, uh, what things ever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. And I was walking down through and there was a woman on the, uh, uh, on the row. She, she, and in those, those uh, sessions were real informal. And uh, she, she just, in the middle of me talking, she just put her hand up right there. I was standing by her. She said, uh, what, what are you, say, you saying? Just, you just believe you take it and you got it. I said, that's it. You just believe you receive it. She said, okay. Well, after the service, uh, you know, I don't know, an hour almost later, she comes up. She goes, look, look, look. I thought, what? She said, look, look. She had been paralyzed. She had not been able to use that hand for almost a year. (laughs) Well, as we minister now in this session, the Lord will prompt people to do something. Maybe it's move your hand. Maybe it's move your foot. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's take a deep breath and manifestations will occur. And if you're too excited about it, you can say, the Lord has healed me. I'm saying, you can shout it out loud. You can say, the Lord has healed me. No, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying the power of God just manifested in your body. You can say, you can shout out, don't come down here, don't interrupt me while I'm, while I'm preaching, uh, don't bother anybody else, but it's okay, even where you are, you can shout out, if that's the case, the Lord has healed me. I'm talking about you just experienced. You're not saying, I claim it by faith, you just experienced the power of God manifested in your body. Now you can be seated. Is this okay? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you, Lord. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you believing with me for utterance? I want to go exactly the right way. No other other way. In our previous two sessions... We looked at 2 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. I had mentioned to you that the Lord's been pointing out to me for some time that our camp is 
overusing and misusing the phrase, I'm believing. People say, I'm believing this, I'm believing for that, I'm believing this is going to happen, I'm believing that's going to happen. I'm believing I'm this, I'm believing I'm that. And if you are, okay. But many times people are using that phrase and what they really mean is, I'm wishing. I'm wishing that this would happen. I'm wanting that this, I'm wanting this to happen. Or even I'm needing it to happen. Saying you're believing is not the same as believing. Just because you say you're believing, that doesn't mean you are believing. And saying you are believing doesn't give you faith. That's not how faith comes, by saying that you're believing. Faith in God comes by hearing what He has told you. Hearing the anointed rhema, the anointed spoken word. Second uh, Corinthians 13.5 said... Examine yourselves to see, this is the new living, to see if your faith is genuine. Examine yourselves. Test yourselves. The Amplified says, uh, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, Examine and test and evaluate your own selves to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it. Test and prove yourselves. Now, I, I got I to gotta make a little change. Too many of you got back in your head. I asked you not to change gears, and you did. What are you talking about? Don't just be thinking about taking notes. You are expecting. Come on, come on. You, you are expecting God to do miracles. Not just for you, but for people behind you, but people beside you. Somebody say, I'm expecting, I'm expecting, I'm expecting. We're expecting manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We're expecting. They're already happening. How can you tell if you're really expecting? Help me out. How, how could you tell? Excitement. I didn't say noise. <laughs> excitement excitement if you have no excitement you're not in faith you're not expecting anything waiting on something to excite you is waiting to get in faith <laughs> we prayed a prayer we asked the Lord to do something he said you ask anything in my name I will do it did we ask him? Yes. Is it his will? Did he, did he hear us? Yes. Then we are expecting. I'm expecting. I'm expecting. I'm expecting the power. Hale costo roje ele fende asane. The power of God like a, <laughs> like, like a real warm heat. It, 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 you, you feel it in your intestines and in your in your digestive system. Uh, problems are being healed. Problems that were pre-cancerous. You didn't know you had it. You're never going to know. It ain't going to happen. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Now, if you, if you feel that heat, that's when you shout out, thank you, Lord, for healing me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. never had so much fun in your life as in the miracles of God. And he's always ready to do a miracle. Always. Every service. No, you didn't hear me. And it doesn't have to be a miracle, a, a service about miracles. You cannot even be talking about it. And as the flow gets stronger, Miracles will manifest more and more frequently. Because when you get in a lull where for decades people haven't expected miracles, you will see less and less and less and less. And it's just drier and drier. But when they begin to manifest, people begin to expect them to manifest. And it just, it just uh, expand, expounds, excuse me, expands. And increases. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there will be there will be more miracles happening in the services, but then the more that happen in the service, there'll be more miracles that happen in the parking lot. Yeah. People will drive by the church. And like that man, he'll, he'll be going, huh? What? And signs are what will cause people to turn around and come back. And see why. That's what a sign is for, is to point you to something else and get you to make a turn and go there. Miracles are our, our uh, realm that is you know, it's what we're made for. God, people talk, well, that's going to that's take a miracle. That's our natural realm. That... that that's God's normal operation. It's miracles. Now we gave we gave two things on the yesterday. When he said examine yourself, examine yourself for what? What are you looking for? Well, whether our faith is real. And we mentioned Abraham's faith was real. And one of the big indicators is he was fully persuaded. And so we're checking up on ourselves. Are we fully persuaded or are we pretending? Pretending. Because Timothy, 1 Timothy and also 2 Timothy brings it up talking about unfeigned faith. Feign means pretend. He's talking about faith that is not pretend. Well, he wouldn't be talking about not pretend faith unless there is Pretend faith. And that's what's been the source of a lot of confusion in our camp. And then people watching our people in our camp. Because people said things and they did things and called it faith. And it didn't get results. And other people, <laughs> somebody's getting healed right over here right now. <laughs> Glory to God. Now when the power of God manifests, what do you say? Yeah, just say it right out loud. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. <laughs> We're thankful. We're thankful. 
Health is such a blessing. Such a blessing. Jesus paid a big price to get it for us. Didn't he? He took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains by his stripes. We are healed. If he thought enough to pay that kind of price to get it from him, I'm going to have it. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to experience Right? Do not stop until you are experiencing Glory to God. Glory to God. We're evaluating to see, are we persuaded or are we pretending? And two of the big things that people are pretending about, and we're not talking about judging anybody else, judging ourselves, evaluating ourselves, testing ourselves. People pretend they've heard from God when they haven't. And it is true, James goes into, into detail talking about faith without doing is dead. Faith without an action is dead. But the action is based on what he told us to do. Many in the so-called word and faith circles have learned about the principles of faith. But they've tried to operate it apart from hearing from God. With sometimes disastrous results. You cannot successfully separate operating in faith from being led by the Spirit. I'm going to say that again at least another time. Is everybody awake? You cannot successfully operate faith principles from being led by the Spirit. You can't. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will and they'll be done to you. Go to John 2. We looked at this. The occasion of the first miracle in the ministry of Jesus. John 2. Are you going? John 2, we we looked yesterday that when they lacked wine, Jesus' mother brought it up. And he said, what's that to do with us? And we, we also mentioned that there's a whole lot of things that are just nothing to us. Hmm? Look at your neighbor. Help This will really help them out if they'll receive it. Are you ready? Look at your neighbor. Tell them. You are not the Savior. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not the healer. I said you're not the healer. You're not the provider. Come on, are you all with me? You are not the provider. Don't ever let anybody put pressure on you. To meet their needs. We all have the same provider. All of us have the same provider. And if you are really in faith, 
You put no pressure on people. If you're putting pressure on people for something you need or you want, it's because you've got your eyes on them. You are looking to them to make it happen for you. You are not in faith. And you're making them uncomfortable and all kind of things are wrong here. We all got the same one source. Many channels, only one source. A lot of times people say, that came through an unexpected source. No, it didn't. Unexpected channel. There's only one source. Many channels. Is that okay? But when Jesus' mother told him, whatever he says to you, do it. This is the key to getting a miracle. I got to check with you again. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Help me out. You are expecting. Huh? You're expecting. Not just for yourself. You're expecting manifestations of the Holy Spirit for somebody behind you, beside you, in front of you. Are you? In the back. Are you? Are you? Are you? Hallelujah. You can do it while you listen. You can do it. The reason I keep bringing it up, our camp can be heady. Hmm? Knowledge puffs up. Love builds up. Faith is not of the head. You can have a head full of stuff. And no faith for a certain thing in your life. Faith is of the heart. And what's a big indicator that you're in faith? You're excited with expectation, with anticipation. You're you're excited. You're excited. Faith without action is dead. But here again, people have missed it because they they heard that. They got fired up. They got inspired and thought, yeah, I got to do something. I got to do something. So they went and did something and didn't work. No, it's not just doing something. Three steps to a miracle. I gave you two of them yesterday. And we didn't didn't talk about the third. You didn't ask about it. Three steps to a miracle. And one of them you don't even do. Number one, you must hear from him. Hmm? And, there, and then I'm going to put a note under this. You see the note? I'm, I got a parenthesis in the caption under number one. Don't skip number one. <laughs> Then I'm going to put a footnote at the bottom. You know what it says? Refer to note on number one. (laughs) (laughs) Then when you get to number two, I'm going to have a preface. Before I get to number two, you know what it's going to say? Did you do number one? (laughs) 
Come on, tell me what number one is. What's number one? In my few years of ministry now, I see this as the problem area over and over and over and over and over again. People are trying to believe for this. They're trying to believe for that. They're trying to do this. And they haven't heard from him. They just decided they're going to do this. God's a good God. All things are possible. It is. But you can't separate exercising faith principles from being led by the Spirit. From hearing from Him. In this first miracle, could these men have done other things besides go get the water pots? And fill the water pots with water. Would it have worked? Hmm? They could say, well, you know, thank the Lord for healing me. Thank the, yes. Yes. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stomachs are still being healed. That, that heat. That heat. It ranges from a warmth to almost uncomfortable hot. Hallelujah. And what it's doing is it's burning up the junk. It's the, the anointing is fixing the, um, or what's the word, abscesses, sores, precancerous stuff, so that you are clear and clean and healed. And then you'll notice some things, you, you, it's, it's hard to tell right now, but then the next meal you have, you'll know. And then after that, you'll know. Come on, y'all with me? You, you'll realize. And then it'll be okay, even though you're not in the crowd. If you're in your bedroom or wherever you are, you can holler out right there. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. But do it. Do it. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Oh, Glory. Could, they could have said, you know, boy, in the Old Testament, um, the, the woman took the little pot of oil and she poured it in other pots and God multiplied it. We got scripture for it. So let's just find us a little bit of wine and we'll pour it into pots. Would it have worked? Is there scripture for it? Yeah. Would it have worked? No. Had God done it before? Yes. Would it have worked? No. What's number one? Key to having a miracle. Come on, help me out. You must. You must. Hear from him for yourself. In this, I'm not talking about hearing an audible voice. But you must hear from him. He'll prompt you. Hmm? When did the miracles occur in the Bible? We talked about it yesterday. When the priest put their feet in the water. Not before. Not delayed after. When did it happen? When. When. Now, yes, it was faith that they obeyed. Yes, it was an action that demonstrated living faith. But it wasn't just doing anything. It was doing exactly what he told them to do. Oh, come on. Can you see this? It was doing what he told them to do. 
The ma- <laughs> yes. 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 There are there are some substantial miracles happening right now. I mean, all, all of it's a miracle when it sets you free from pain. But I'm I'm talking about not just not just a headache leaving. There's some creative miracles. I mean, it's no harder for God to do one than the other, right? Creative miracles. Creative miracles. Re, reforming and structuring of organs that have been, <laughs> that, that have been damaged. Somebody right over here. Organs that have been damaged from either from disease or whatever or a mistake in surgery. God, ha, ha. God is recreating that uh, organ. Of course, some of those things would be hard to tell. You just knew something was happening in you, but you didn't. You're not. You didn't bring your X-ray machine with you, and, <laughs> or your scanner. So you'll find you'll, you'll you'll see it later. But you know when the power of God is working in you, and you know when pain leaves, and you know when discomfort leaves. Hallelujah. And you know when you can do this. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Oh, my. Oh, my. This is going to continue into the next session and tonight and tomorrow and into healing school. It's just going, it's just going to gain momentum, gain momentum, gain momentum. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you get a miracle? Help me out. How do you get a miracle? Huh? Number one, you must hear from him, from God. What's the note on number one? <laughs> What's the preface on number two? Did, did you do number one? <laughs> Step number two, you already know. See, this is not that complicated. Is it? Can anybody guess what step number two to getting a miracle? Whatever. When you heard from him, which you actually did. You're not pretending. When you heard from him, now, whatever he said to you, do it. Do it. Do it. This is not just for healing. Every building that we've gotten in the ministry, every project, every piece of equipment, whether it was $10,000 or multiple millions, everyone has come the same way as a healing miracle. What's number one? Help me out. You got to hear from him about should you build a building. Right? Can, can you see why so many people have trouble? Because they rush past number one. And they're believing for the finances, and they're believing for the people, and they're believing. What's the note say, though? Did you do 
Number one. Have you heard from him? Step number one, you must hear from him. Step number two, do what he said. Step number three, he does it. He does it. He, he, his spirit manifests and performs his word in your life. Like I said, you, you know, one of these is not even yours. You don't even do it. Now notice, go with me to Galatians. Hallelujah. Things are about to increase in here. Galatians 3. Oh, thank you, Father. The healer is here. Our wonderful master. By his Holy Spirit. He's here. He loves us so much. He doesn't want us to hurt. He doesn't want us to be impaired. He doesn't want us to be restricted. It's why he went to such great lengths. He wouldn't have had to go to the whipping post to go to the cross. Hmm? A lot of people try to say the same thing. What happened at, at the whipping post? Well, he bore our sins. No. What happened at the cross? He bore our sins. Was it necessary to go to the whipping post and be scourged before you went to the cross to bear our sins? No. He took our weaknesses. Hmm? Every time the scourge hit him, something spiritual happened. The cause of every disease and malady was laid on him. He was hit, not just with a whip. He was hit with the cause and source of that disease. He took it all. You don't even have to get the right diagnosis before you can be healed. Because you you already know he personally took oh come on he took when he was scourged spiritually you couldn't see it but spiritually all the source of every disease was laid on him in blow after blow after blow somebody say by his stripes by by his stripes actually the literal says by his bruises and that's a whole study within itself by his bruises we are healed come on say say, say it out loud by his stripes by his bruises healing belongs to me healing is mine and here's something wonderful you're not even having to believe to receive your own healing right now because people in front of you are and people behind you are and people, am I telling the truth, Rick? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? You're not just sitting here taking notes. Come on, say it again. I'm expecting, I'm expecting. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for working miracles in our midst. Thank you, Lord, for the manifestations and gifts of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for quickening my brother. Thank you for touching my sister, touching their bodies, touching their mind. Thank you for doing it. Come on, you're believing for somebody. Somebody else in this building. Somebody outside the building watching on the internet. You're believing for them right now. 
<laughs> What's the key to a miracle? What, whatever he... You got to hear from him. So if he tells you straighten your leg out, then you do it. If he tells you hit the aisle and take a run in the back, then you do it. Come on, are y'all with me? Don't run down here, I'm preaching. <laughs> but just as you run, holler, thank you, Lord, for healing me. <laughs> Galatians, are you there? The third chapter, I want you to notice this. Now, let me, I'm moving a little bit too fast. Go to 1 Corinthians 12 on your way to Galatians. 1 Corinthians 12, the Spirit of God is, is revealing and, and, and expanding on the, uh, expounding on the, what we call the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, a, a really good term is manifestations of the Spirit. And among them is one of the nine is the working of miracles. Is God still manifest the working of miracles today? He never changes. Men get cold and stop believing and lose things sometimes for a generation or more. But God didn't change. As soon as people get back to believing, it starts manifesting again. I know I, I grew up Pentecostal, and a lot of good things I got there, and I'm thankful for it. But there were some other things that wasn't so good. And uh, uh, one of them is that we, we only believed in tarrying to get the Holy Spirit. We didn't know how to receive by faith or, or yield, and so tarry. And I... <laughs> you you can tell when it's real right you can tell when people are just saying something but you can tell by the tone of it you can hear it when it's real glory to God we're rejoicing with you. Hallelujah. I tarried and tarried and tarried and did not receive. And finally, thank God, I got a hold of Brother Kenneth Hagin's materials. And one of his little books, what was it, Seven Steps, How to Receive the Holy Ghost? And, and I did and I received. And uh, then I was a little bit slow yielding but because I had had so much wrong thinking for so many years. But the further I went, the better flow I got. And I, I went back home and I saw one of my uh, relatives who was, you know, Pentecostal. And, and, um, and I tried to share with them foolishly. I tried to give them too much at one time. How that, you know, you, you didn't have to just tarry forever. You could receive him. And, and, and she looked at me and she said, Are you trying to say you can speak in tongues anytime you want? And I said, yeah, yeah. She said, mm, no, 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 no. She said, you, you can't turn the Holy Ghost off and on. And it just came right, right up out of my spirit. I said, no, he's always on. Yeah. Ain't no turning off and on. He's always in you. 
And he's always on. And anytime you'll yield to him. How many believe there is a constant, unlimited, unceasing flow from the throne of God? Come on, are y'all with me? Of life, of healing, of light, of blessing, of power. There's no stop and go. There's no on and off. He's just on. And is he on? And anybody, anywhere that will begin to believe and receive, there will be manifestations, 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 manifestations. Hallelujah. It's not just that God decides to do miracles sometimes and sometimes he's not in a mood to do it. No, it's sometimes people are receptive. Sometimes people are not. Some places people believe it. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Like that. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And some people thought it might maybe it was expensive to uh, pay for the ticket and the room to get here, but uh, getting healed by the power of God is a bargain. <laughs> Just. Just that one thing right there makes the expenses look like nothing. <laughs> All the time is going to save you. And that's still working in, in people's uh, digestive system. And the amazing thing about that is you're not going to have cancer of your digestive parts. And so you'll never know it because you never had it. But you should be thankful. You should, you should say... Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you for working your holy power in me. Working of miracles is one of the nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And the two words there, working and miracles, like all the words, so significant. The word working has to do with, uh, let me get it right. Well, let me, let me do it this way. Let me, let me do it backwards. The word miracle means power, divine power, that makes possible. Say it out loud. Power, power. that makes possible. Power that, thank you, Lord, for healing me. The, the power that makes able or the power that makes possible. That's what a miracle is. A miracle is something that men would say is impossible. But a manifestation of God's miracle working power is a manifestation of His power or His presence or His Spirit, His power that makes it. Possible. Somebody say, makes it. Makes it. Makes it. Just like he made the heaven and the earth and he spoke in his miracle working power. But the word working means to be active. Somebody say active. 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 A derivative of that word is action. 
To be active is to have action. Action. Action of power that makes possible. Ephesians that we're fond of quoting. It said, now unto him who is able. We holler about God being able, but I, he is. His power is capable of creating, of reforming, of, of restructuring, of cleansing. The power of God can go through your, your brain faster than you can blink your eyes. And if there were any, oh, what's the word? Spots from damage or anything like that, clean like baby tissue. Now, man might look at it under a microscope and say, that's not possible. This, this tissue is dead. But we're talking about power that makes possible. Hallelujah. Power that makes possible. I've seen miracles before. I want to see a whole lot more. I will see a whole lot more. Seeing them in here today. But one of the things about miracles, they can happen sometimes so fast. You you blink your eyes and go, now I know that wasn't like that a second ago. Uh, a lady one time had a big, thank you, Lord, for healing me, had a, had a big growth on her wrist one time. And she, would you lift your hand up? She, she had her hand like that, and I had my hand on it. And I just cursed it and commanded it to go in Jesus' name. And so, uh, I mean, it protruded, I mean, it protruded of what, a good inch almost. And I took my hand off, and it wasn't there. And I thought, now, I know it was there, but your mind is telling you, well, I mean, there was no shaking, there was no boom, there was no loud voice. You just like, and, and she was looking at it like, oh, it was there, she said. It's been there for years. Somebody say, active, working of power that makes possible. It's not just for a healing. God does financial miracles. Hallelujah. Financial miracles. Not, not long back, we, we have one of our yearly meetings in our ministry called, we call it a week of increase. And usually we have some project that we're believing for, like a building or a big piece of equipment or something. And on this night, we had our great offering, and, and we're believing for money to come in to, to pay that off. And, and we're having a good time praising God. And I got up and am ready to go uh, to uh, receive the offering. And Phyllis, my wife, she said, wait just a minute, wait just a minute. I said, okay. Come here, everybody's looking now. They're like, the music has stopped. And, <laughs> and she leaned in. She said, one of our partners 
from Asia just paid all that off. <laughs> now I knew that was there just a minute ago. I knew. <laughs> I knew we needed three million dollars to finish that project. Just uh, in my mind, a second ago. Now, what am I receiving an offering for? Because <laughs> that's done. Somebody say, God does miracles. Power that makes possible. Hallelujah. Power, thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Now, if the Lord deals with you to straighten out your leg, then you straighten out your leg. If he deals with you to take a deep breath, then you take a deep breath. If he, if he deals with you to put a finger in one ear and listen out of the other, whatever he says to you, don't try to work something up in your mind. If you don't, if he hadn't, if you hadn't heard from him, then you hadn't heard from him, but you will. Somebody say, I will, I will, I will, I will. And then when you hear from him, that's the second area. I didn't touch on it quite enough, but what do we evaluate ourselves in? Whether our faith is real. Number one, have we heard from him? Are we pretending? Number two, if we have heard from him, many are pretending they've done what he said. And that can put you in a state of perpetual waiting, thinking you're waiting on him, and you're not. He told you to do something. When did the miracles happen? Come on. The Lord called the man with the withered hand. He said, stretch out your hand. When did the, was the miracle working power manifested? When? When? Not before? Not It happened exactly when... He stretched out his hand. That's when the power was manifested. The woman with the issue of blood, when she touched. Right? It happened when? When? Because God in his graciousness has allowed us to be a partner in the working of miracles. Working. Working. Why, why working? Why working? <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Why working? Somebody say working. working. Of miracles. Amen. Now go to Galatians. The third chapter. And the fifth verse. Galatians 3, 5 says, He therefore that ministers to you the Spirit and works miracles among you. Does he do it by the works of the law? No. Or by the what? What's the first key to a miracle? Hearing. What happens when you hear? Faith comes. But now all you got is dead faith. If that's as far as you go. You heard, faith came, you got it, but there won't be any manifestation of power unless and until 
You do what he told you to do. Whether it's sowing that seed, whether it's starting that project, whether it's taking a step and you didn't think you could. That's when the power manifests. Somebody say glory to God. Working of miracles. Working of miracles. God is working in us. We're, he's able to do, able to do, we didn't finish that phrase, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. That's not the, that's not the rest of the whole verse. According to what? According to the power that makes possible. The miracle working power. Working where? In us. Did God have to have Moses' rod to do a miracle? No, but he chose to do it that way. Why? In his graciousness. He's training us, brother, sister. He's training us to function in the miraculous like he does. When did those signs and wonders take place? Only when Moses did what God told him to do. And he stretched out that rod. Hmm? No, it wasn't some kind of magic wand. It was a man who had heard from God. Who did what the Lord told him to do. In confident expectation. And God working with that working. Manifest. Somebody say working, 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 working of miracles, working of miracles, working of miracles. Pride, pride is the ugly nature of the devil. That's right. Do not imagine if I have enough faith and I have enough anointing, I'm going to go and work miracles. No, you're not. No, you're not. If I get enough faith and I get enough anointing on me, I'll go clean out the hospital. No, you won't. It will never happen. You're not going to do it. No other man or woman's ever going to do it. Jesus didn't do it. Jesus didn't do it. He walked up to five porches full of sick folk, ministered to one, and left the rest of them walked away. Somebody said, why did he do that? He only did. What he heard, the, spoke what he heard the Father say, did what he saw the Father do. Come on, are you all with me? He said, I can of my own self do not one thing. Is that true or not? Yes. Well, if it's true with him, it's certainly true with you. You cannot just go and heal people and work miracles because you're some great anointed man or woman. Get it out of your head. This ain't about you being some big something. In fact, the more people look at you and got their eyes on you, the more hindered your ministry will be. If you want miracles, you got to get their eyes off of you. You got to get them. You cannot produce it. You got to hear from him. Right? But if you can get people, notice what Jesus did when Lazarus was raised. He came. 
You talk about tense situation. He's standing in front of the tomb. He said, roll the stone away. You talk about tense out there. Now these people, man, they're ready to say all kind of stuff. And even his friends are wondering, what is he doing? And, and they said, he's been dead for days. He stinks. What are you doing? All eyes were on him. But he's operating as a man. So not good. Now that sounded strange to you. He's operating as a man. What did he do? He looks up. He says, Father. So what? when he said that, what are they doing? They're going, oh, he's praying. Father, I thank you that you hear me. And I know you hear me all the time. And I'm not just saying this for myself. I'm saying it for these people that's listening to me right now. <laughs> Is that right? And while, while they all, they took their eyes off of him and they all began to focus on the father. And when they did that, then he dropped down and said, Lazarus, come out, boy. He heard that. He heard the father say that. So he said it while they weren't looking at him. Why do you think he kept saying? He'd tell people, don't tell this. Don't go tell this. And there are times he'd slip away. Get away from the crowd. I'm not the healer. I'm not the savior. I'm not the provider. I'm not the miracle worker. But I can be involved in the working of a miracle. Hallelujah. If the Lord says stretch forth your staff, you can stretch forth your staff. If he says point and say a word, you can point and say that word. Is that right? If he says move your foot, you can move your foot. If he says take a breath, you can take a breath. Somebody say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stand on your feet, everybody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For healing me. Oh, come on. Let's praise him. Lift up your hands. Lord, we worship you. 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 I worship you. I worship my healer. I worship you, my God. I worship you, great miracle worker. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord. 